Thank you for joining us on the Rose Church Podcast, recorded live every week at the Bossa Nova Ballroom in downtown Portland. For more information about this podcast or other resources, please visit rosechurch.org or follow us on social media at rosechurchpdx. Context of John 20, um, Jesus just rose from the dead. This is on Sunday morning. Uh, he, this, he rose in the morning. This is that night. So this is the very day that, that Jesus rose from the dead. And now he is talking to his disciples. And I love this story. It's, it's humorous to me. It says, on, on the evening of that day, the day that Jesus rose, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. I love this. Jesus came and stood among them. Jesus goes through doors, apparently. He finds his disciples hiding behind locked doors, and Jesus stands among them, and he says to them, peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side, and then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to him again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I'm sending you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. I love that phrase. And the disciples were glad to see the Lord. And Jesus said to them, peace. As the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Today, I'd like to talk around this theme, risk everything. And we've been on a journey the last, I think, four Sundays talking about things Jesus never said. And we are going to continue that today. But my title for our talk today is risk risk everything. Let's pray as we dive into John chapter 20. Father, I love you. I thank you for what you're doing in our church, God, the last 12 months of everything you've done, Jesus, from that first meeting in my mother-in-law's home to the Photon Studio to the Bossa Nova to, to this building here, Jesus, and the buildings in the future and the campuses in the future and everything that you have in store for our church. God, we, we love you so much. I pray you'd be with us here as we spend a few moments in your word and as we celebrate and spend time together um, honoring and celebrating everything you've done, Jesus. We love you. And everybody said... Amen. I, uh, I went to a small Christian school, um, K to 8th grade, and then my, my dad was actually the principal of that school, and he expelled me from that school. Um, that's a real story. He kicked me out of the school and put me in Clackamas High School, and so I, I moved from a small K through 12, went to 8th grade, went to Clackamas High, and I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anyone, and so I just decided, like, I might as well play football. I enjoy sports. Why not play football? No joke. Can't make this up. My first day of practice, I put all of my pads on backwards. Because I've never put on pads before. I, I had no idea. So I go out for practice, and my, the coach is like, what position do you want to play? I was like, quarterback, because that's an easy position. It's not. Um, and the coach is like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, quarterback, why not? So I ended up being the quarterback of my freshman team, and, and I remember one game, I, I think we're down like six or seven, which is a touchdown for those of you who don't know sports. Just helping out. It's when you get past that white line and everybody dances. It's the score. Um, just for Gerald the Mount, just trying to help you guys out. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm not kidding. They didn't know. Um, so I, I, I remember, like, I come to the huddle. My coach is like, I think I, I remember very vividly. I think it was pink 88, run pink 88, which was like a, a fake handoff to the back, and I pitch it to the other back. The people behind the quarterback, I'm losing half of you right now. God, uh, and he goes in, right? So, but there's another play called Pink 98, which is a quarterback sneak. So the minute I say hike, I'll just run into the end zone. So I get to the huddle, I'm like, guys, Pink 98, Pink 98. I'm like, yes, I'm calling my play. I, I'm so excited the coach is going to let me quarterback sneak this. I'm going to run it in. So I end up calling the play. I run in. I score. We end up winning, I think, one of our only games our freshman year. Besides the point, um, I get, I, we, we win. I get back to the sideline. The coach is like, 
why did you call that a play? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you called pink 98. He's like, I called pink 88. I didn't call a play for you to run in. You're supposed to give it to the, to the running back. And he's like, oh, I scored. Who cares? And I just kind of like walked off. But I think a lot of us have been in huddles with Jesus, and we think he's called a different play than we're running. Could you imagine? I love this story. It's funny to me. All his disciples are hiding behind a locked door in a home. Jesus shows up, stands in the midst of them, and they are now glad to see him, obviously. I just imagine Jesus having this huddle. Some of you maybe can imagine this with me. A football huddle with his disciples. Peter, come in here. Stop cussing for a second. Come on. (laughs) Doubting Thomas, you too. John, my best friend, right here. Hold up, guys. Luke, come here. Guys, this is the play. We're going to hide in here for a couple thousand years. Okay? It's scary out there. I'm going to go home, back to heaven. It's safe up there. You guys, stick it in, okay? Just stick it up. Do your best. Hide. Don't tell anyone about me. Okay, you know this house? It's really safe. Stay behind the locked door, okay? I'll come back in a few thousand years and get you. But hide. I think a lot of Christians think that was the team huddle with Jesus. But he actually never said, go and hide. He said, go and preach. I love the ending of all the Gospels where Jesus comes to disciples and says, go into all the world. And preach the Gospel and make disciples and baptize in the name of the Holy Spirit. He says, go. Do you notice that Jesus didn't say, go and wait for the, for the world to find you? Wow. Guys, we, we, I don't know if you've ever been fishing before. I've been like once in my whole life because I don't have the patience to sit there. But I've never like gone to the shore and like waited for fish to like jump in my boat. What are you doing? Fishing. You have to go out to the water. No, the fish are going to come to me. I'm just going to wait for a bit. They'll, they'll come. That is how a lot of us are living Christianity. What are you doing? Waiting for people to ask me about Jesus. I don't, I don't think fishing works that way. Jesus did not say go and hide behind a closed door. He said go into all of the world. By the way, he did not say go into all the people that look like you. Go into all the people that are your best friends. Go into all the people that you agree with. Go to all the people that you voted politically with. He says, go into all of the world. Go. And a lot of us are hiding. I'd like to speak today just for a few minutes on what does it mean to risk everything? To risk everything. Number one, I want you to write this down, that Jesus, he is faithful to his word. Do you know what we are celebrating today? It is not Julie and I being faithful. It is not even our team being faithful. Today we are celebrating God being faithful to his word. From the 21 people in a home to over 700 people now in the church 12 months later, we are celebrating not strategies, not ideas, not not Instagram posts, not banners, not design, not graphics. We are celebrating today that God has been faithful to his word. Can I raise the question really quick? The disciples, they've been told multiple times, over a dozen throughout the Gospels, Jesus says to them, I'm going to die. But in three days, I'll come back. I'll raise again in three days. I'd like to raise a question. If the disciples believed Jesus was God, why didn't they take him out his word and go way outside the tomb on the third day? 
Why wasn't there dozens of disciples waiting outside that tomb? Jesus said he's going to do it. What are you guys doing? Waiting outside the, the tomb. Jesus told us three days he was going to die. Then on the third day, he would rise again. The disciples are so scared. Catch this. They're, they're hiding in a home with the doors locked. Well, because they truly didn't believe Jesus was going to do what he said he was going to do. Today, we are celebrating God being faithful to his word. Back from that first discussion on July 2nd at Hector's Bar, 8.30 in the morning, saying, what do you think about this? Us moving back. We had no idea who would join our church. We had no idea what was going to happen. We had no money. Who starts a church with no money, no people, no name, no idea? Let's go do this. It sounds like God. Even some of my closest friends that have joined our church, I didn't even tell them I was moving home. They found out on Instagram. (laughs) It's true. We didn't tell anyone. We just did it. And now having people on our team that are staff people that I don't pay, but I call them staff people, (laughs) that are huge to our team, walk through the doors of Photon Studio, walk through that cafe at Cup and Bar. And now looking back on everything that God has done in our church, it's, God, you're faithful to your word. See, one of my favorite verses in all of the Bible is that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So that means to me, if God was faithful to Abraham, he's going to be faithful to me. If God was faithful to Moses, he's going to be faithful to me. If God was faithful to David, he's going to be faithful to me. If he was faithful yesterday, I can count on today. And if I can count on today, I can count on tomorrow. Because he is the same. Have you understood yet that God doesn't wake up in a bad mood? He doesn't wake up in a bad emotion. He doesn't wake up on the wrong side of the cosmos. He just... Other side of bed, get it, you know? I'm here all day, people. Because he's faithful. He's, he's faithful. Watch, uh, Gerald, stand up real quick. Gerald, stand up. I just sit back down. Cool jersey, though. And just stand up real quick. I'm just kidding. Sit back down. Do you know what's interesting? I could have Gerald do that another 50 times. And he would never bend over and check to make sure if that chair was going to hold him. He was not bending over going, are the screws okay? Is this going to hold me? Hey, can you look on Google, see how much this weight, how much does the chair hold? Am I, am I okay to sit? Why? Because he sat on it before. So he knew the next time he already had faithfulness to do it again. If Gerald has enough trust in a chair built on continual trust over and over and over again, how much more trust should we have in God saying, go, all right, you did it yesterday, you'll do it again today. Hey, God, you, you were there back then, you'll be there in the future. God, I believed you yesterday, I'm going to believe you tomorrow. Why? Because you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. God, you are good to David, you're good to me. You are good to Moses, you're going to be good to me. We are celebrating the faithfulness of God's word. And I love her. The the disciples are hiding in fear as Jesus steps in. Think about this. Jesus doesn't knock on the door. He just is there. Could Could I submit to some of you this afternoon? You've been hiding in our church in fear way too long. And God is stepping into your house and saying it's time to get out. Because there's a gift in you our church needs. There's a personality our church needs. There's ideas in your mind our church needs. Some of you have been in our church for months over here hiding, and God is calling you out of your fear today, out of your home today, and stepping into your life and saying, come on. 
We need you. Stop hiding. We need you to serve. You need to be part of our connect group. You need to sign up for a leadership team. You need to sign up for a serving team. Why? Because you've been hiding for a while. I met some girls this morning. They're like, we've been going to your church for eight months, and we've never said hi to you. I was like, where have you been hiding? They're like, just in and out. But that's a lot of us. We're hiding. God's stepping into your fear today. And I love his phrase, peace. Why does Jesus have to say peace unless they're freaking out? Peace. Okay, then notice how they don't believe it's Jesus until they see his scars. Look at my side, look at my hands and my feet. And then they go, we are happy to see the Lord. Yeah, I bet you were. (laughs) I bet you were. But then then this is where I end. And he says this phrase. Hey, by the way, just as the Father sent me, I'm sending you. My second point for the day is real simple. Being a Christ follower, being a Jesus follower, you cannot live safe. You must live sent. We cannot live both. You cannot live fully safe and fully sent. Do you know how more people are going to reach from our church in this city? It's when a couple hundred people start risking everything. Hey, I want you to start giving financially. But God, I, this, is, this is so not safe. I know your, your money's going to be sent. Hey, I want you to go hang out with that younger married couple and give us some advice. That's not really safe. I know I'm sending you. Do you notice how Jesus doesn't enter the home and go, stay in here. Don't leave. It's scary out there. A lot of darkness out there. There's a lot of bad R-rated movies. There's a lot of tobacco out there. There's a lot of tattoos. <laughs> you stay in here, okay? Because if you're in an R-rated movie when I come back, you're going to hell. Okay? Hey, by the way, all your unsaved friends, get rid of them. Get all Christian friends, okay? Homeschool your kids, because that's safer. Hide. Jesus never said hide. He said go. If Jesus could change the known world with 12 dudes, why is it taking a couple billion people that say they're Christ followers to reach people? It's not because they don't love Jesus. It's because we're scared and we're hiding. And For us at this church, Hiding is not an option. Because there's people on the other end waiting. There's crack addicts waiting right now for people to tell them they're going to make it. There's people filing for divorce right now waiting for someone to tell them they're going to make it. There's people that don't feel safe to be who they are waiting for someone to say, come on. But it's going to take a a church to say, I'll risk it. See, so many of us want God to send us across the nation, but you're not willing to walk across the street. So we start saying, risk everything. Yes, Uganda. Next door. There's, I mean, seriously, probably two-thirds of the church this morning. How many in the room? are not from Portland. You move here for work, school, or life. 
Keep, keep your head up. Look around. My mom came from Australia, so. Okay, okay, my question is, if you were willing to risk everything for school, if you were willing to risk everything for that job, you moved across the nation knowing no one, and God goes, can you go across the street? No. Too much. You moved here with no job. You moved here with a small apartment to live in. You moved here with a maybe job. You moved here with some maybe friends. And you're willing to risk everything you own for school. And God says, can you go somewhere? No, too much of a risk. If we are willing to risk our life for school, how much more when God says go, that we go? My mom used to say this all the time when I was a kid and I hated it. It was delayed obedience is disobedience. Welcome to my home. We had a phrase in my house, it wasn't what would Jesus do, it was what would Sharon do. That was the phrase in our home. No joke. Some of you, God's been saying go for a long time. And it's time to get out of your little home. Hey, guys, do you know how I was sent here? Yeah, I'm sending you now. Where are you going? Back to heaven for a bit. But we're scared. I know, peace. We don't know what to do. Receive the Holy Spirit. He'll show you. He'll tell you. It's my spirit inside of you. I'm going to go back, pray for you. The Bible says he's at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you and I. But while I'm there, go into all the world. Get out, of the, get out of the house, guys. I know you're scared. I'm sending you. I end here. There's a, there's a story of, 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 a, of a captain of a ship, Cortez, that he's on his way to conquer a new land. His whole fleet of ships get to the shore. All the men get off the boats. They start marching on the, the new island they're about to overtake. and They turn around and all of the ships are in flames. Their captain, Cortez, lit all of the ships on fire. All of them. The, the men, all of his army, turn around and go, why did you burn all of our ships? He goes, because there's no going back. Going back is not an option. We're here to win. We're here to conquer. So I burnt all of our retreats. Can I submit to you? Maybe it's time that you start burning all of your ships, all of your retreats, all of your backwards, all of your maybes. Maybe it's time to go, God, I have no plan B. I have no backward. I'm willing to risk everything. God, send me. Use my money to be sent. Use my marriage to be sent. Use my gifting to be sent. Use my business to be sent. God, I'm burning all of my ships. Because forward's the only option for me. Because I'm willing to risk everything. See, Jesus is only asking you to do what he did. He risked everything. I'll do this church all over again for 100 more Spencers. I'll do this all over again for more Kims. All over again. I might not sleep well, but I'll do it all over again because people are worth risking everything for. Can we stand to our feet tonight, this afternoon? I'm gonna pray. If you are new to our church, maybe newer to church at all, welcome.
Would you mind today, if you feel comfortable, if you don't, do not worry about it at all. But if we lift our hands to heaven, I wanna to pray today on our one year anniversary as we get ready to worship. Jesus, here we are, God, we have no plan B. We have no other option. Jesus, all of our eggs are in your basket. All of our future is in you. Jesus, we are willing to risk everything. We're willing to risk our money, our time, our energy, our friendships. God, everything you'd ever ask us to do, we are willing to risk it all. Jesus, we don't want to live safe. We want to live safe. Thank you for listening to the Rose Church Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. For more information and resources, please visit rosechurch.org or follow us on social media at Rose Church PDX.